This is a podcast. So you're into the uh, Oriental ladies. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My Caucasian wife is the only I'm just woman saying, for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I reject your premise. <laughs> you have dated in your lifetime, in your pre-marital lifetime. I would say, you know, or you've you've had. I haven't dated a preponderance. You've of. had proclivities towards. I gotta let me ask you this. I really don't know where you're going. With is this. one of the things that attracts you about the Asian? <laughs> is ladies? this entrapment? What's going on here? Is it the? It's a good uh, thing Amanda says she doesn't listen to these podcasts anymore, yeah, right? I'm kidding. <laughs> Your mistress is Asian right now, right? Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> it's, it's George Takei. Is one of the things that attracts you, or attracted oh, you in the past about them, the 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 uh, the hope that one day you'd be married and your uh, Chinese wife would follow several footsteps behind you in public places? <laughs> is that one of the appeals? Because I got to tell you, it pissed me off lately. What pissed you off? The, My proclivities? Yes. I was in a parking lot. It certainly wouldn't be them driving me around places. <laughs> I was in a parking lot, and uh, I was backing out of a parking space, and I look over my shoulder, there's a there's an elderly Asian guy. I wouldn't even say elderly. I'd say maybe 50s, you know. That's elderly. Yeah, right. A, a Asian guy walking, so I wait, and then he's past the car, so I take my foot off the brake, start to go. Nope. Couple, you know, four Mississippis later... There's the missus. Well, you have to remember, she's probably footbound, And <laughs> well, so, you know, she goes a little bit slower. Granted, but, you know, he should put her in the basket and push her or something. It's at the grocery store. I don't know. It just pissed me off. I was like, oh. I mean, A, it's a ridiculous stereotype. That doesn't piss me off. That, I, <laughs> I enjoy that. But I, I'm like, why? I don't get it. And, and the thing I is... I feel like you could have gotten to this in a different way from, hey, Joe. <laughs> Remember when you were in the... Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. It's the 21st century. Is it not? I think so. I mean, I don't know what the like medieval reason for the wife to be five steps behind you was, but... Well, it can't they exist. weren't treated as equals. It can't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you know, I was talking to my students about this, because... Uh, about old Chinese no, women following? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, our unit in reading is taking a stand. So we've read about these reformers in, in terms of uh, the rights of slaves and the rights of women. And this week we read the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King Jr. And so um, we talked about how, you know, nowadays we've grown up in a world and they've grown up in a world where these discri- the discrimination on stuff is... It's almost hard for them to understand because they've never seen it. You know, it's like right. you look at my classroom and there's kids of all different races in that same classroom. So it's like how could we – how could there be a situation where they discriminate by race? It just doesn't make sense. Well, and, and I, I, I think feel it's like... a good thing that they don't, that they don't understand that. Right. But at the same time, there are people living that – lived in that time and grew up in that time. And so maybe they still hold on to some of those right. notions and ideals because that's how they were raised. I mean, I can remember my, my when I was a kid, my grandfather would say, like, color, like the mailman mm-hmm. was a colored fellow. like, And he would say it purely as descriptively, like, oh, our mailman's a tall black guy. But, but you know, he would just, you know, say it that way. And, and so, I mean, but I feel like the kids in your class, their grandparents are probably more like our parents' age. True. 
and who grew up in the you know fifties and sixties. One and, of the kids and, in my class is mom's like twenty five, twenty six. I mean, she's young. Yeah, she is it's crazy. Wait, are the kids in your class like, like 12? eleven? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's she's DTF. She <laughs> she certainly was DTF. She... Um, anyways, but anyway. I, I feel like when we were growing up, maybe we had uh, our grandparents were of an era where maybe they still, if not held some prejudices, like well, like we went to... use terms where, but but now it's like we're so far beyond that that it is more foreign to the kids. Yes, but like we went a few years ago to a sushi place with Amanda's grandparents. And he was throwing the Jap around, and like, you know... Was it, he in WW2? Uh, he might have been. I mean, it was he was certainly alive during that time. Right. But, you know, it was like... It's, in, a, in a way, it's good that when that generation dies out, it won't... You know, we won't have necessarily grown up with it, because ra- racism and discrimination and all that stuff... Now it, we just hate terrorists. Yeah, you're not, not born with it. It's something right. that has to be taught. You know, it's right. not like you have a little one-year-old black baby and one-year-old white baby that like hate each other because of their race. Like that doesn't make any sense. So, because we were talking about we were talking about the South and how it's interesting in our textbook, it's an abridged version of the "I Have a Dream" speech, mm-hmm. and so it takes out the part where it like totally slams Alabama and Mississippi. It talks about like. Alabama with its vicious racists and things like that because I played for them the actual full length speech mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just the excerpt of it which is in our book and so we were talking about like why they took that out because I mean if you're from Alabama and you're like oh they should edit it. racists not that they don't know it they should but. edit it in the shitty way they do movies on TV so it's like an Alabama with its pretty flowers and it's yeah. you know it's like the speech that'd be awesome friendly people. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all night diners, tolerances, <laughs> NASCAR races. <laughs> yeah, so hey, I, I really like this unit. It's a good opportunity. The thing I hate about Alabama is having to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we should take it upon ourselves to redo that. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> um, We'd get killed. Yeah. So you hate. I hate the old Chinese ladies following behind their husbands. Do I you, see it in Costco, hate the Chuck- too. Like, I see it places, you know? And that, they're not that old. They're not like... What 90. do you hate more? The Chinese women who allow themselves to be repressed or the men who put their wives in that position? Well, I don't uh, talk I, to I them, obviously, them. because they're strangers. Um, but I blame the women. I, I have a hard time... I don't think, like, if the I women were that. walking side by side... Because, as you know, I like the ladies, so why would I blame <laughs> no. them, right? I don't think if the women were walking side by side, the guy would be like, uh, back it up, Granny, you know, you're get thee behind me. I think it's more just an instinctive... Maybe they're, like, staring at their do. husband's asses from a distance. Maybe. What yeah. the husband's... An old Asian man's butt. Gassy. It <laughs> could be that, too. They're in the blast radius. Mm. Yeah, I don't get it. But it annoyed me because, you know, I almost ran one over. And there'd be paperwork, and blah, so that's blah. why it annoyed you. Yeah, it's not really the principle of the matter. Well, I've it. noticed it, like in you know, walking in a Costco or something, and you see it, like it's just so. It's like really, they it still just seems do really that? inefficient. It's, just it's so like odd. you got to stop and wait for them. Be like, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, I guess maybe they don't ask. What Are we about. out of soap? What? I didn't hear you. I was <laughs> eight feet behind you. You know, it's like the big table in Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think I've ever been in this room before. Who I hate this week? Okay. Well, earlier today, 
You were at a meeting uh, or a class, a class, a seminar. It's like the first time in a while you had class. I have no class. Yes, I was in. Uh, what was it? Baby called? making seminar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> preparing for childbirth class. So, so it's just for that moment of childbirth, not any preparing for after the childbirth. Correct. It was purely about labor and delivery. And so, do they teach you how to cut a cigar? And uh, hmm? okay, they're like, uh, it's usually customary to take eight steps to one side of the waiting room and then turn and repeat that in reverse. It was it was all day. It was nine. It was scheduled like nine to four. So let's go like early. Um, which I was hoping for, like traffic school, you know, when you get there and they're like, oh, we're going to be done by uh, I've never attended traffic school. Really? I've done it. I've done it online. Several times. Um, so here's my thing. When you inform your healthcare provider that you are with child, they offer you all these classes to go to. So we went to one that was a hospital tour of, of the, you know, delivery rooms and things. And then like a late pregnancy class, you know, talking about... What's going to happen in the last couple of months and, and how to know it's time to go to the hospital and stuff. And for every for everything, there's – like for every nugget of information that's worthwhile, there's there's ten that are like no shit, Sherlock. Can I ask you how you chose Roseville? I, sure. Uh, we were offered Roseville or South Sac. Mm, okay. Actually, we were offered Roseville or uh, – and I said Roseville. <laughs> it will be. Um so the first one's okay, like, but the first, the first, like, thing... Are you planning on stopping at, like, Golfland Sunsplash yeah, totally. while she's in labor for a while? I'm just gonna keep going to Reno and drop her off. <laughs> okay. The first thing they told us in, the, in this other one was, like, now, a due date is an approximation, but your baby will most likely not come on the actual date of your due date. And I was like, oh, God, like, really? It, it just seems so, like, You have to understand, though, obvious. that you don't have to have any level of intelligence... To make a child. Right. Everyone else there was 18 and, and a brakes mechanic or something, so. But still, there was some common sense things. But that that was free. What was the youngest couple there? Were uh, there any that were, like, un- clearly under 18? Uh, probably no. Not under 18. Were you clearly the were like, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you hated <laughs> that. <laughs> I was not a fan of it. Um... Uh, but that one, that class was free and it was like from, you know, 6.30 to 8.30 or whatever on a Thursday night. It like wasn't a huge inconvenience. And, um, there's one next week we're going to, is like newborn. Okay, so this one next week is newborn care, which I believe is like baby CPR and changing diapers and like, you know, I mean, basically you're, you're coming home with this baby and there's no balance. Yeah. Baby, like, there's nothing, right? It's just you. Um, so that one, that one seems worthwhile. I'm all in favor of that one. That's also free in like two hours and some, you know, Wednesday night. The one today was nine to four. Uh, it was like 90 bucks and it was like childbirth class. And I'm like, really? Like, that's the one moment when you're going to be surrounded by professionals telling you what to do. And what are they going to tell you? It's going to hurt. You know, you're going to have to breathe. Did you cut the umbilical cord? No, I'm not doing that. Here's how to use scissors. I am not doing that. I don't know why people want to do that. You're going to eat the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, baby, right? (laughs) Zeus style. (laughs) Um, I don't get the umbilical cord. It's like... If Rachel was having surgery and they're like, oh, do you want to sew her clothes? I'm like, no, I'm paying you thousands of dollars. I think exactly. you can do it. I don't go to the mechanic and change my own oil. Well, your insurance company's paying a thousand. Well, right. I'm, I'm paying something. Are you? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. 
I don't I don't bother myself with these <laughs> trivial matters. I just let my accountant take care of yeah, all of that. It just comes from the trust fund. Yeah. Um so yeah, all day class, it, it's the one that costs money and it's like to tell you what stuff you, you know, you're going to be surrounded by people telling you what to do anyway. So I was kind of like I kind of put it off and I was like, "Rachel, do we really need to go to this one?" blah 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 blah. And so then I finally capitulated. And and part of it was like I'm sure it's going to be rough on me, but it's going to be, you know, a thousand times rougher on Rachel. So if, if hearing, like, I've tried to put myself in her shoes, which is not something I do often. Um, I put myself in her dresses all the yeah. time. I, I was like, well, if it was me, I guess I'd want to know, I'd want to hear as much as I could. And just like, so maybe, maybe she's not as scared or anxious about this unknown thing. So, um, so we went and I Maybe it was like a zero effect. Maybe I was like expecting nothing or expecting to be bad. So it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was great, but the instructor was, was pretty cool. And she wasn't like super, you know, hippie-ish, like, oh baby, it's the most natural, beautiful thing. Mother Gaia is yeah, your belly. Exactly. Yeah. No, she was more like, she was just kind of cool and talking about it. She's like, I'm going to talk about stuff and I'm going to talk about the poop and I'm going to talk about, you know, whatever. I'm throw my poop around. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to throw your poop around the delivery room. And so that was okay. And I don't feel, Rachel and I were talking about it. I was like, I don't feel like I learned anything that I couldn't have learned from, you know, the internet or a pamphlet or a book or whatever. Three men and a baby. For, from three men and a baby. But here's the thing. I think you should be the Gutenberg. Oh, I can't be the dancing. I think... Mm, no, I think I'm more the Selick. Have you seen the movie recently? No. It's on HBO often. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I could have found out everything she told us from a book or, or a website or anything, but that would require me to take time on my own to actually sit down and read about it, which I would never do. So if nothing else, it's good that it just got us in this room and hearing about this stuff. All right. So, anyways... On paper, it was like, oh, what a waste of time and money, and blah, 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 and how come we got all day about how to push and two hours on how to save a baby life or whatever, but, you know, it wasn't that bad. Okay. That's what I'll say. We had a simulated labor. How'd that go? Uh, I did great. Yeah? It was, it was, did you feed her ice chips? No, yeah, no. It was like practicing different um, positions of things of like... No. Kama Sutra stuff? <laughs> yeah. It was the Kama Sutra of back rubs. A big and... part of giving birth is the lovemaking. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Between me and the hot nurse. Yes. Yeah. I'll Jeff? Be... Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> Anyways, All right. Baby class. Oh, and there was a video and you saw the business end of a lady giving birth. Ooh, well, get ready for it. And let me say this. If I was going to be on camera giving birth... I might hit the salon, get a little waxing done. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Do you see the woman's face, too? See, that would be... Not in the same shot, but... <laughs> see, I would make sure. I'd be like, all right, show all that stuff. But as long as you don't see my face, you don't know who it is. You right. can't tie it to me, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, no you knew who it was. Okay. Suzanne Summers. I, Kim Kardashian <laughs> is not making the uh, childbirth videos. Okay. It's... Uh, there's some Paula Dean. There's some plain Janes, and that's putting it nicely. <laughs> Paula Dean. That's a food baby. <laughs> yeah, she gave birth to a stick of butter. Um, all right, I have a little game for you. Oh, like a baby shower game? It is like a baby shower <laughs> game. It's a fill in the blank. Oh. Game. 
And okay. is this, uh, I know you maybe, said this, maybe our podcast baby will be, this podcast is blank. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of lame. All right. Some of these questions are, uh, more obvious. Some of them maybe less obvious. Okay. Well, I'll start, with, I'll start with the more obvious ones. The ch- is this about childbirth or child rearing? Uh, you'll see. Okay. The aspect of parenthood... Now, this is you I'm speaking on behalf of. Mm-hmm. The aspect of parenthood I am most looking forward to is blank. Uh, is blank willow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing on my mind. The aspect of parenthood I'm most looking forward to. I I mean... Uh, you can give your gay good parent answer if you want. No, I don't have a gay good parent. Okay. Please, I am not a gay good parent. <laughs> um, I am a gay bad parent. <laughs> I am the gayest of bad parents. Well, I'm, I mean, like... I don't... I haven't... Thought about it so. I haven't in thought of anything positive yet. Depth. Yeah. Once I found it was a girl, I just kind of tuned out. Well, I feel out. like that would help to be like, all right, eventually this. Is I mean, happen, I picture it's gonna be great. Yeah. I picture, Unless you're like setting yourself up like for. I picture having this little pal and like holding this little hand and walking around the zoo and whatnot. Um, but. I don't know. Like them calling you daddy or things like that? Is no. that like, or... I like the idea of a little pal. I want to put it that way. Um, I feel like whenever a I... A gal pal? Yeah, well, if so be it. Uh, <laughs> what, can, what can you do? I feel like whenever I've interacted with kids, like cousins or whatever, like it's never been that great. You know, it's never like a, a connection or anything. So I'm kind of looking forward to what that dynamic would be like. Um and so Rachel and I have been Someone talking about... Someone who chooses you over really anybody else. Yeah. Except for mom. Yeah. But. Well, right. Um, when we were talking about names, because we're trying to lock down on a name, um, one of my criteria is I don't... I, I can't be anything too girly. And I'm not saying I necessarily want her to grow up as a tomboy, but I want a name that kind of is... Pippa. Pippa, no. I want a name that is sort of... You know, it's definitely Sexy. a girl name... But is also like can be my little pal type thing. Oh, pal! Yeah, you seem to like pal, pal. a lot. Pal, what's it short for? Kung Pal. Palison. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think apparently yeah. you're most looking forward to is having a pal, a little pal, a wee pal. Okay. The aspect of parent I'm most worried about diapers is <laughs> diapers. Explain. I have low fecal tolerance. Me too. I haven't, my own. I haven't I shit in 27 my... <laughs> years. I mean, when I would like pick up after the dog, I would have my arms outstretched and like the, the bag in one mm. hand and the little shovel. Like I can't do the inverted bag pickup thing. It's like mm. the little trowel shovel and the bag and like... I use like a latex know. glove. Okay. And a bag. Oh. Yeah, that's just gross. You're, you're touching poop. I don't care if I'm wearing, like, a lead glove that I could x-ray through. Like, you're touching poop. So, and, and that's like, I mean, that was the dogs. The dogs leave a little pile on the lawn. This is, like, in the diaper. I don't get the thing. You pick up the baby, and people, like, pat the butt to see if they need to be changed. You're basically just smearing it all over them, right? I mean, there's got to be a better way than, like, squish. Oh, it's coming out your back now. I guess you need to be changed. Um... And You're gonna get shit all over you. Well, no, it's gonna happen. 
promise? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> if not from your job, for me. <laughs> I I feel like the one good thing about having a non-boy is that you don't have the like wiener spraying mm. at you. This is nothing you learn from three men and a baby when they pick up the girl and then she starts just peeing down her Straight leg down, yeah. because you know, true. yeah. Diapers. Do you is, feel like you're going to learn anything about the female anatomy that maybe you don't already know? Uh, well, since I don't feel like I know anything, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a hole? <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't get it. Um, yeah, and not just, I mean, diapers, obviously, the first, you know, two years or whatever, but then also, like, just the potty training, anything that's gross. When I see, like, kindergartners or first graders in my school that are, like, running to the office because they pissed their pants, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I teach sixth grade. Because I could not handle that. I feel like once I asked my dad, like, how can you go pick up after the dogs and you don't mind? Or, or you know, I mean, I think once he was he was digging something in the backyard, like replacing a sewer pipe, and it was all, like, nasty. And, and he, he was doing something he's nasty. He's like, son of a man, that's how. No, well, no, he's not. He he said, like, oh, once you have kids, like, nothing else will gross you out or something. I was like, oh, that sounds odd. And now I'm like, oh, God. I don't see You probably, could, like, yeah. had crap in your hair and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Earlier I did, but I combed it out. <laughs> I have delicate sensibilities, so that's... You are very delicate. That's the part that's that annoys... That, not annoys, but uh, I'm most scared of. Okay. Next question. Yeah. The next time we will go on a pub crawl is blank. <sighs> that is a good one, because we talked about doing one during the pregnancy. Indeed. Uh, and, but if we do, there's no way your wife's going, right? I mean, unless she's like... Not now. She could have a, a month or two ago, probably, but it'd be a slow walk now. Yeah. And and also, we go to... Oh, I got the hiccups. We go to the dive bars, and she has to pee like every mm-hmm. 12 minutes, so that would not be good for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be one of those people that doesn't do anything anymore because they have the baby, but I know you talk about like how tough it is to, to, to get to see Zach other than after the kids have gone to sleep, you know, on some weeknight or something, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Seems like you're getting a little more resolved to... Like, you, you're more aware of what it's going to actually be like. I guess. I mean, it's not that I feel like I can't do anything. It's like I feel like I shouldn't, you know. Okay. I mean, that, uh, my, that's a good thing. my resolve was always like, you know, of if, you know, if you invite us over, we're going to come over and we'll just get down the corner. It'll just sleep and be totally quiet and we'll still hang out and whatever. And then we'll go home. And, which I think is still a possibility. But the things of like... For a while. When's the next time, yeah, I'm going to be able to like, be like okay, Rachel, I'm going to go out and go on a pub crawl. I think the key is you got to get this kid reading and like self-sufficient as soon as possible. So she can just like sit in a corner and read a book. And not if she's not it. reading by six months, I'm dropping her at the fire station. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Kid, gate or die. I'm getting it tattooed <laughs> on her. There you go. Gate or die. Uh, the next couple have to do with the fact that you are going to be having a daughter. Mm-hmm. Next question. I want my daughter to get married at age blank. Well, I'm going to say 25. Okay. Seems like a good age. Yeah, I... How old will you be? Uh, 57. Okay. Which, you know, hopefully I'll be retired or something, you know. Um, hopefully... 
heavily mustachioed. <laughs> well, it's genetics having part of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I I know like traditionally people are getting married later, like post college or something more. Um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, but you can be post college at twenty one, twenty two, right? You could. <laughs> I wasn't. Rachel wasn't. You so. don't want your daughter going to college for six, seven, eight years, my friend. No, 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 no. No, I don't. Um, yeah, but I don't want her to get married super young. I think that may be part of it, too. Like, were we talking about um, in that the other baby class we went to where we were by far the oldest people having our first baby and stuff. And a lot of the the younger couples were still married. I mean, I saw rings on the guy and stuff, so I assume they were married. Um but they were, like, super young, and it just seems, like, odd now. I mean, my parents were, like, 22 when they got married, and that was normal or whatnot. Right. But it just seems – it seems rushed if people get married too young Well, they got a baby, days. so maybe that's the reason yeah, for well, some of them. Could be. I was actually talking to my students the other day. I've had this discussion with them a couple of times because they're like – why don't you have any kids of your own? And they were doing something and being really annoying the other day. And I was like, this right here. This is why I don't want to have my own kids. Nice. And I was like, you know, you they, they're born and you have to change their diapers and they're all needy. And then they're, you know, they get to be teenagers and they're freaking out of their minds. And then they get old and you have to pay for college. I was like, the only concern that my wife and I have is that when we're really old, we have someone to, like, take care of us. So all I need to do is every one of my students that I've ever had needs to pitch in five bucks, <laughs> and they'll give me a retirement home. And one of my kids pulls out five dollars and is like, can I give mine now and get it out of the way? It was awesome. Is he serious? Well, no. I mean, no. he actually did pull out five dollars. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was pretty great. It's good good comic timing on his part. Prop comedian. Totally. He's yeah. the next Carrot Top. Oh, you hope. Oh, Yeah. Um, all right, next question. Mm-hmm. If I could choose one reality show I would want my daughter to be on, okay, it would be blank. Um, Dancing with the Stars? Because she'll be a celebrity? You want your daughter to be a celebrity? No. Because then you have all those people like talking trash about, you know, like, how many celebrities are beloved by everyone? Not too many, right? George Clooney. Okay. Well, your daughter's not going to be George Clooney. How dare you? She can be whatever she wants to be. Um, oh, God. Don't go. Let's start with that. The most... The what reality show... I don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot of reality shows, but it would not be... It would not be one where seven strangers live together and catfight or anything. I mean, it would be... I would, I guess, want, like, maybe uh, an American Idol or something, you know, a, a more talent-based one, but not like the... My Father is Ridiculously Rich uh, is that, show. Is that a show? That'd be a great one. Um... Not like the... My the, father's a world-famous podcaster. <laughs> not the joking, like, she bangs guy type thing, but like a legit, you know, talent or whatever. Or, um, I'm sure Rachel would be happy if she was on So You Think You Can Dance. Would you be okay if she was on So You Can Dance? Yeah, with a daughter. If it was a son. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, they're kind of... Damaged. Yeah, well, it's, well, it can be provocative and like oh, the yeah. outfits and things like that. I mean, you know that if they're on that show, there's like young teenage boys somewhere that are doing their business to that those images and whatnot. Right? They're pooping to those images. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she's also not like 15 when they go on that. They're adults, so I'm okay. 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 Right. Okay. I don't know. Something talent-based, not something catfight-based. X-Factor. 
The Sing-Off. Sure. Is that the one with the... Is that a reality show, or is that more like a game show? American Idol is the same kind of thing. No, American Idol is like a reality... No. Is The Sing-Off the one where you come out and they, like... No, no, that's, that's like, don't forget the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing-Off is the one where it's, like, the acapella groups. Mm. What was the one with CeeLo Green and Christina... Oh, The Voice. Is that the one where they're backwards, and then yeah. they turn around, and... Did that cancel? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, she can be on that. Here's one I don't want her to be on. Biggest Loser. <laughs> if I could choose one reality show, I would not want my daughter to be on... Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Or Jersey Shore, yeah, maybe? Jersey or Real Housewives of wherever yeah. or anything. You gotta pick one. What would be the worst? Well, I don't hoarders. <laughs> no. Um, Taxi cab confessions. I guess the, I think the worst would be Real World because that does cater to younger people. I mean, With real super daddy issues, right? Oh, yeah, and Real Housewives, they're thirty somethings and on their second husbands and whatnot. So I'm hopefully dead or. At least out of the picture, but the the real world they go young. So how about Survivor? Would you be okay with Survivor? I guess. I Amazing guess. race. I don't think any progeny of mine is gonna be fine with living in yeah. the jungle. And you know, they, they also would not be on uh, Fear Factor. If that's no, still on. no, no, no. Okay. Two more questions for you. Okay. I am prepared for the fact that after having the baby. Rachel will become blank percent crazier. That comes from Zach, by the way. <laughs> that's, a, that's a decent question, I guess. I He has a number. About Rachel or about Jill? Uh, he says all women. Okay. After per child become uh, blank percent crazier. Well, Rachel's not that crazy to begin with. And I, she oh, married you, didn't she? She's crazy like a fox. I don't know what that means. Um, Foxes are mentally ill. Oh, well, yeah. I hope I'm not being like super... Like Jamie Foxx. Oh, true. Like him. <laughs> uh, Michael J? Mm. Yeah, Fox. I hope I'm not being super naive. But, you thank you. I, she's not crazy to begin with. Okay. And so... So the percentage should be high. <laughs> no. I don't see her becoming crazier. I mean, I see it low. I'm going to say like 5%. Okay. You know. This is 12%. So. Okay. Yeah. But then you have a second kid and it... Uh... I'm not planning on having a second kid. Really? Well, we'll see how this whole thing goes. Okay. The pregnancy is... But you would be... Easy. You'd be totally happy with one job, that's it? That's all she wrote? I guess... Well, that doesn't sound very... If the first child was a boy, I'd say I was definitely... A masculine child? Yes. Because it's not, I'm a little more willing to try again, but also it'll depend on how... But then you're like, but if I get another girl... Then you're stuck. That's it, right? right. Or would you go for a third? Only twice, it, shame on me. It all depends on how the like delivery goes. Because if if the delivery is super, you know, uncomfortable and whatnot, like, that'll scare for me you off. For her? For me, I'm talking I mean... I'm not having sex with you anymore. No, not you. I'm having sex with you a lot. Oh, okay. I'm oh, talking with God. you and Rachel. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to. She's wrecked. Um, <laughs> the, you know... Sorry to scare you there. <laughs> although, maybe maybe that's like a temporary thing. And there's a statute where eventually I'll forget all that and want to have another one. Um, but, yeah. 
it's not, uh, we don't have some plan like we're gonna have three kids. You know, right. it's it's like we'll see how this goes for a while, and then we'll, taking it uh, one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Last question. Yeah, the baby's name will be blank. Uh, <laughs> TBD. Oh, yeah. Tyler Bacon Donald. Yep. Also, <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> This is my little princess, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Bacon. <laughs> Tyler Bacon, you get in here. Uh, yeah. So you are... You have not made a decision. Not just that you don't want to share it, but you have not made a decision. No. We have narrowed it down, I'll say that. To how many? Uh, well, we have a list of like five, and we each kind of have our uh, top you know, one. So. I'm willing to share on the podcast. I can't. Okay. It's not that I'm unwilling, it's I can't. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have six it's m- like hard to pronounce? or Yeah. It's like a... <laughs> yeah. It's something Kenyan. I don't know. Uh, we have are, six are, weeks. Are so. you are you going to announce it before she's born? Nope. I think that's a good choice. I because like- I think some people do that beforehand, and people are like, uh. But then if you have your baby, you're like, this is our baby blank... No one's going to question and say, oh, that's a weird... You're going to say, okay, right. that's the name. Well, and I've also heard of people that once it's born, they look at it and go, oh, that doesn't look like a Leopold. That looks like a Janus, you know, and they change it, so... <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Well, not not to be... I mean, it's not exactly the same, obviously, but sort of. Um, when we when I got... We had Osti, and then I wanted to get another dog. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have a blue. I wanted to be like... You're my boy, Blue. Oh, you wanted to you know, name the dog, dog and name the dog Blue. And when right. we got Mookie, he's not a Blue. No. And so we named him Mookie. Yeah. So it's kind of similar. He is a Mookie. He's totally a Mookie, but yeah. he's definitely not a Blue. No. And so um, it's kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. In the, in the, totally. Yeah. Did you tell people Mookie's name before you got him? I don't think so, no. I don't, I don't know. How could you? I, I, I think we, even when we first had him, we weren't sure of a name for him mm-hmm. for a couple of days. The the pound had named him Hefner. <laughs> you didn't keep that. He one? was a lover. Wow. Yeah. A timid lover. A timid lover. Yeah. And old hips. Eh, kind of appropriate. I feel like was he wearing a red. He had a bunch of blonde jacket. dogs in his uh, cage with him. Naming a, a baby or dog or anything uh, is a big responsibility. I agree because there's no like do over. Right, you couldn't have Mookie for two years and go. You know what? We're going to change the name to Fido. Yeah, you've like you've made a decision. So it's a big responsibility. You just know the perils of Jasmine and things like that. So. I've read Freakonomics, yeah, <laughs> so I understand. I'm, okay. We're doing what we can to keep her off the pole. My only my only hope is that whatever her name ends up being. That someday she marries an Asian gentleman <laughs> and walks ten feet behind him well, wherever she goes. You know, she will be like one thirty-second Chinese. Wow. So she'll probably be good in math. <laughs> right. cool. At least with fractions. Sounds good. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. So Oh,